dude, I want to swim mm. in the Adriatic Sea when I go to Croatia. I want to jump, you know, in this waterfall. I want to be able to swim from here to there. You know, I want to ride my bike around the yeah. countryside. I want to travel when I have my full capacity to do all these activities yeah. and not be like, you know, and God bless them. I mean, I, I really, really, I really, you know, we talked about hard. Yes, you work hard. Yes, I know it's rough. Yes, it costs. Yes, all this. And some folks, when they finally get there, they can't really even experience it. Yeah, that's you know, a travesty in my opinion. They're just on a tour bus. And, they, I, and I don't feel like they really get the essence of, like you were saying, mm. the food, the people, the nature, going out and hiking and camping. Because they, they're just like, they waited and they're just literally don't have the same physical capacity. And their energy levels are... Their energy, low. they can do like one hour tour and then they're done. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'll go on three overnight hikes, 10 miles in, 10 miles out. I mean, that to me is like really feeling the essence of the country. Well, welcome to the Blitz Seekers podcast. Our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and please enjoy the show. What's your top five? I'm I'm biased. Mexico is probably one, two, and three. I think mm. at this point, <laughs> two, I'm, I'm so Tulum, Mexico. Tulum, this, this part of Mexico. We've been talking it up to uh, one. It's probably one, two, and three right now. Mm. Um, just because we're in this, as I was mentioned, this unique time and space. I'm a dual citizen as well. Nice. So I have a Mexican passport. How did you passport. get to keep that? Because I had to make a choice at 18. I went through my mother. Hmm. She has a birth certificate, so I was able through the consulate to. Yeah, my to get dad was it. born in Mexico too, but they made me choose when I was eighteen. I would check it out. I think there's there's ways to do it, but okay. I, I was I will, we'll talk. Mexico, more. let me know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll put in a good word. Yeah, for you. <laughs> Eric, I know you put in a good word. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're I'll like, Señor Cabral, hey, <laughs> go. go back to the roots. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So Mexico, one, two, and three. What's four and five? Four? Oh man, those are tough ones. Um, you know what? We were talking about Turkey. I really, really, yeah. mm. because it's just a blend of like Europe and Asia. It's mm-hmm. like so many different cultures, very historic. Um, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's the food. We were we were talking about the food. It it's so so historic. Mm-hmm. Um, man, just with the different religions, the different. You know Christianity, it's like a Islam. It, it's a big melt. You you walk down the street, you see everything going yeah. on. People from mm-hmm. everywhere because it's really like I said. Um, I do. I did really love Cuba too. I really. Cuba. I, 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 I want to go to Cuba. I went when 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 they lifted it. I went three times in wow. one year. That was amazing. Just the music. Yeah. The I'm I'm the women. Kind of Cuban cigars. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about that. Do you drink alcohol? Or at all? I do. Did I do. Did you try the rum? The rum. I heard it's really uh, the good. rum. You know the history. The women. Saying <laughs> <laughs> the woman. Oh the man! Woman. I don't oh, know. I, I just think I lived in Florida in Miami for about oh, a year. Okay. I just think Cuban women are some of the most beautiful Latinas, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Because some of them look like blue eyes, like mm. light, and they speak not a lick of English, right? Right. And I don't know. Anyways. I just keep it like that. I think Cuban women are amazing. Hopefully, well, like I said, I'm biased. My Mexico's still one too. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm biased. I'm biased. But I've never been to Cuba, so who knows? Yeah, right? we'll go to Cuba one day. Yeah. And recently, I was really, really intrigued and really loved going to Russia. I was in Russia mm. for That's two weeks interesting, during yeah. the World How's the Cup. Weather? The weather. Oh, the was, World Cup. I was there for oh the my World gosh, Cup. That was that must have been. I was insane. there for two weeks with some good travel buddies. What up, Marco? What up, Tomas? Hopefully I get Roger. to be one of those buddies. There you soon. go, yeah. hey, Isaac. He, <laughs> yeah, he, like I said, I'll make some calls. <laughs> All right, let's do it. How um, was the weather? And what did in. you eat? The food was hard. I, I, yeah. I will like we were referring Russia. to plant-based vegetarianism right. vegan. Russia? it was like, rough what are you talking about? What, it was rough. It there? was rough. Yeah, that was rough. I do have to say that. Um, you said the weather. Uh, I went during the summer, mm. so it was hot. It mm. was hot. And the other crazy thing is that during the summer, the sun doesn't set till like 10 at night. What? Because you're up the north. So it's, you're yeah. way north. So it's like the North Pole. You know, wow. So okay. You have so much sunlight. You're like walking around 10 at night. Yeah. I've been to Sweden. The it's like out. that. Correct. So exactly. There I you went, go. I went to Sweden in the winter. Like you oh. said, it would get dark at 2 p.m. Right. Yeah. So like. It throws you off. The weirdest thing. Like mm. I, I didn't know. Um, 
I was jet lagged, so I woke mm. up like at eleven. I go to the gym, I come out, it's nighttime. I'm like, what the? Did I work out for like eight hours? It was like two p.m. Exactly. You know what I mean, that's yeah, crazy. So there's a dish. Um, shout out to all my Russian folks. Um, there's a dish called borscht. Um, it's basically like a soup. It's technically vegan, vegetarian. Mm. Um, sometimes they put sour cream. I think vegetarian so cold, would cold. be easier than yeah. vegan. Yeah, ve- correct. Because a lot I, of I respect creams, that. Yeah, I respect a, a that. A lot of countries use. A lot of countries are basically plant based. Like meat's not huge. Correct. But they use a lot of dairy. Correct. Mm. So you have to tell them to hold the cream, hold mm. the sour cream, hold all the stuff. Right. And then they call Putin and say, give him that specialty. Exactly. <laughs> give, him, give, him the, the, give him the venom. Who's this vegetarian Give him the guy. poison. <laughs> give him the specialty. Vodka. <laughs> yeah. Vodka, of Vodka's course. huge out there. And then I'm also curious because I get into this, you know, the whole thing about technically what's what. So, I mean, I don't want to go down a separate path, but like caviar how do you classify caviar? I it's think it's still animal product. Yeah, still animal product. from yeah. Uh, fish eggs, right? Yeah, but but vegetarians can eat eggs. Correct. Mm. So the whole premise of so vegetarian some might is just say, no animal meat. So you're not actually killing an animal. It's just the eggs, right? Mm. Well, you kind of are before you even have the chance to, but it's not really like a live being, you know. I know this is a whole separate yeah, follower, yeah. but like a lot yeah. of my real, like my, my carnivore friends yeah. are like, oh, well, I mean, I don't eat caviar, yeah. but I'm just mm. saying like, is ca- you know can a vegetarian eat caviar yeah so if technically because they're like oh that's fish it's eggs mm. and they're like fish so are you a pescatarian so i mean it just gets real they're just trying to hate <laughs> bottom line just trying to complicate things yeah. if you want to eat it if not don't exactly. eat it like, so, exactly simple as that let me just clarify this for the listeners out there vegetarians eat dairy and eggs vegans and honey right and honey yeah, uh, no i'm not sure about honey but anyways maybe honey Vegans don't eat any of this stuff. Mm. No dairy, no animal products, everything else but that. So just so you know, and by the way, it's plant-based diet. A vegan, a true vegan is someone that doesn't have leather, like absolutely no animal something. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm 100% vegan because I still right. kind of own some stuff. But I'm kind of leaning that mm-hmm, way and I'm mm-hmm. not going to sell my car because it has leather in it, right? But <laughs> I'm more about a plant-based diet for health right. and for the environment. And stuff Absolutely. Like that. The environment, that's yeah. key. But but let's let's talk about that real quick because you traveled for the last seven years to almost f- f- probably 40 countries as a vegetarian. Like that must have been pr- that must have been probably the hardest part of the whole thing, because everyone's <laughs> eating all this like great cultural food, and you're like, I can't have that, I can't have that. What's that like? Well, that's why I love I love Turkey, because okay. like you said, it even in Mexico, oh yeah, it's a lot of like bean based. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the true essence of a lot of the mm-hmm. the culture is, but we've just gotten because of whatever you want to call it, like the meat industrial complex, and colonialism, all colonialism. They introduce all these animals and all this, you know. Um, it's just tough. And like I said, I, I, we we're discussing, like, I just, you know, while we're on a trip, it's like, I just don't want to draw attention to myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy, that guy, you know what I mean? Uh, I want to, I want to be on vacation. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, he's he cares vegetarian. about his health and the environment. What's yeah. wrong with well, you? What are you going to eat? Yeah. You can't eat anything. And, and it's like, well, there's always something. There's always yeah. a salad. There's always just bring me a plate of fruit. There's, there's bread. Always stuff. There's fruit. bread. You know, mm-hmm. well, all these things have issues. And they're like, oh, well, why are you eating bread? And it's, so I just, like you said, I just, don't like to draw attention to myself i'm there to have vacate you know because mm. we yeah. refer to the professional side the reason i try to travel is to connect with people and yeah. to learn about different ways because then it helps me be a, be a, be a um, better, better physician yeah mm. and it helps me you know balance like we were talking mm-hmm. about you know if i'm just a robot and i work I'll become a workaholic i'm gonna get burned out right and i can't mm-hmm. do anything for anyone else mm-hmm. if i'm not trying to take care of my wellness my spiritualism Fill your own cup I'm filling my cup mm-hmm. on these vacations. Yeah, I just suffer, you know. I'm just yeah, <laughs> poor you. They forced me to yeah. go to all these countries. Yeah. You know? You're forced to go. No, but it's 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 been cool because in the end, it's like it's memories, you know, it's mm-hmm. experiences. I think that's what's important. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, in life, like those those experiences are priceless, you know. Mm-hmm. It, you know the memories. Yeah, I mean, there's something that's inherent. I, I believe I could be wrong, but there's something in our nature about traveling. Yep. Because everybody, so I used to work in retirement. Mm-hmm. One of the first questions I asked, I said, what are your dreams and goals in retirement? And mm-hmm. guess what the number one answer was? Travel. Right. Number one, 99%, 99.9% of people, it was almost like travel, travel. 
travel, travel. What do you want to do retire? Travel, travel. So either A, people are kind of like in jail with their career, so they just want to be free and be able to move, or B, there has to be something in our nature about traveling, right? Because you experience a new culture, you experience a different thing, you see it for yourself, like you you never lose that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like they say once your uh, mind is stretched, it's like a plastic bag. It's not a rubber band. It can't go back. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. all these experiences you're getting are just basically stretching and expanding your your mind and your vision and i think also um you know just to be on i learn a lot i mean as much as i think i'm helping my patient they're helping me because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know i end up caring for folks that are you know like you said in retirement or retire and you know what when i was in the hospital i cared for a lot of people that are really really sick yeah. and that had all this money saved for retirement had all this health had all these plans and we're waiting 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 and you know what yeah, and that, unfortunately, they never got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're like, you know, literally with stress and unhealthy life and et cetera, all these things. They end up in the hospital, and they can't do it. Either they, you know, unfortunately pass away, mm-hmm. and or they get hurt mm-hmm. or break a hip. And so even when they travel, you know, they can't really move around, right? Right. Because they they their arthritis or mm-hmm. their heart condition or their stroke or whatever. They, you know, when I travel, I'm like, dude, I want to swim mm-hmm. in the Adriatic Sea when I go to Croatia. I want to jump, you know, in this waterfall. I want to be able to swim from here to there. You know, I want to ride my bike around the yeah. countryside. I want to travel when I have my full capacity to do all these activities yeah. and not be like, you know, and God bless them. I mean, I, I really, really, I really... You know, we talked about hard. Yes, you work hard. Yes, I know it's rough. Yes, it costs. Yes, all this. And some folks, when they finally get there, they can't really even experience mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's you know, a travesty in my opinion. They're just on a tour bus. And, they, I, and I don't feel like they really get the essence of, like you were saying, mm-hmm. the food, the people, the nature, going out and hiking and camping. Because they, they're just like, they waited and they're just literally don't have the same physical capacity and their energy levels are their energy they can do like Mm -hmm. one hour tour and then they're done Mm -hmm. whereas i'll go on three overnight hikes 10 miles in 10 miles out i mean that to me is like really feeling the essence of the country that's one of the reasons why i wanted to be healthier Mm -hmm. and i like i don't party as i used to anymore because i want all the energy that (laughs) i have right like even in my 30s now like Mm -hmm. i want all the energy i could travel i could do this and that you know it always goes back to health yeah it, and and we forget about it so mm-hmm. it, it, it trust me it, it's it's a challenge it's a choice every day yeah and yeah. again that's the whole premise of our mission mm-hmm. is to maybe help i'm not i don't think we can reach everybody mm-hmm. but i don't believe you were uh put on this earth to get a job pay bills and die like i don't think that's what we were put on this earth to do i agree i understand people have families i understand you got to provide i understand all this kind of stuff but I just feel like, you know, we're all kind of like programmed and pushed into this certain way, you know? Correct. And there's very few that get to break out and maybe have a life like yours and hopefully a life like ours eventually in the future, you know? Because our goal is to inspire people to find their purpose and, and travel and experience life while you can. Because that's the ultimate travesty. Like people don't even... Re- so, so check this out. The average age of per- the people that pass away is like 84 mm-hmm, for like a male, mm-hmm. 89 for a female. You retire at 65. Mm-hmm. So that means if you're in good health, you have 25 years to just do whatever else you need to do. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. right? So you give up 70 for 25, maybe, mm. if you're lucky, right? How does that even make sense? You know, I, I, I mean, I get it. I mean, I, I, I harped on working hard. I mean, I, I still work hard. I mean, yeah. I'm not I saying still not work, to work hard. hard you know? <laughs> Social media is a lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You post something and the people are like, oh, well, he's it's everyone's I, I don't real. post where yeah. I'm sitting yeah. in traffic for an yeah, hour and, yeah. and grinding, grinding all day. That's not exciting. But um, I agree. I mean, I have, like I said, my patients have basically taught me because they're like, well, I got this great vacation and I'm on retirement. But you know what? I can't really move around. I can't really yeah. swim. I can't bike ride. I can't mm-hmm. hike 10 miles up this mountain with this great view. So even though they go to these countries, they can't even really enjoy it. And what I realize, I mean, I'm I'm in business. You know, I have businesses and, and stuff like that. And I get it. You have to you have to pay. I have bills. I have responsibilities. Um, but at a certain moment, you realize, hey, life is short. Um, you know, it's about your happiness and, you know, taking care of yourself, taking care of others. 
and you know if if you if you're not there they'll find somebody else to do what you do yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean you will find i mean this last year has taught us a lot um I appreciate this last year. It actually ended up being a blessing for exactly. A lot of I yeah. mean, there's been a lot of revelations in my life yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But um, like we said, everything everything builds on each other. Yeah, and like you said, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't work hard, but there's work hard to do nothing, but work hard to actually have moments. Mm-hmm. So my parents were not wealthy growing up. Mm-hmm. They worked very hard, mm-hmm. but every minute they had a chance, we traveled. Mm-hmm. They didn't buy fancy cars. They didn't buy all the stuff that we think we need because of TV right? Uh, to impress people that don't even care anyways, right? They, mm-hmm. they bought used cars. They, I mean, they bought houses. That was like their thing. But every time they wanted to splurge, it was a vacation. That's and smart. Yeah. So we got moments as much as they could. I think mm-hmm. that's why my sister and I love traveling. She lives abroad. She lives mm-hmm. in London. Mm-hmm. She's going to move to New Zealand. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, just try as much as you can to do stuff that that really fulfills you, and try to travel as much as possible, and include your family. And you know, uh, what I love about 2020 is everyone got a side hustle all of a sudden. You oh yeah, I mean? oh yeah. Everyone kind of returned to what they love. They had a business in what they Following do. Following their bliss. People are go. now <laughs> investors in the stock market. You know, that's thanks true. for Robin Hood. You know, there you go, there you go. I mean, and it, it's even you know, to be honest. Um, when, when I couldn't travel and people are like, oh my gosh, you know, you must be depressed cause you can't go anywhere now. You can't, you can't do the, can't do this. I mean, I'm, I'm living in the city and there's a whole other side of the city mm-hmm. that I never explored. I mean, yeah. if you go to your local County park or state park or go on a hike, I mean, there's just so many places where you could just take a, an hour hike and just connect yeah. with nature the barrier has got a lot of it we're lucky so in the barrier yeah. we're lucky especially san francisco <laughs> think about it a lot of people move out here to experience san francisco and i feel like i've definitely taken uh bay area for granted because a lot of, a lot of people love to move here yeah have, exactly. have you guys ever been to the sutro bath yeah Yes. Yeah. So that was something That's I just experienced trip. a couple <laughs> years ago, and I had no idea. There's like these ancient <laughs> ruins, yeah. right? Like cool. beautiful. I'm like, and that was right an hour away from here, right? Mm, so okay. I don't want to give it away, but part of what we're going to do here at the Bliss Seekers is kind of explore our local areas because there's a lot to see here. We want to go other places too, but she has a great name for it. We're not going to say it so nobody steals it, but just know that soon enough coming to your coming to your TV there'll be something some type of segment on our channel about yeah. exploring your own local areas. Well, I hope you have me back for that. Oh, yeah, go on. Sure. I'm going to go on record. You're, you're going to be in it. Yeah. You're All right. Be in it. Well, the, the, well, way, the amount of the way you travel, we'll just invite you everywhere we go. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't love know it. if you guys know Let's about this, but back in 1906 to 1909, mm-hmm. basically, you know, the big earthquake uh, fire in San Francisco mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco was considered the Paris of the pacific i learned this because i told myself i want to learn so much about san francisco mm-hmm. it's like you know falling my own bliss i don't want to give it away i was gonna say this word but yeah. <laughs> there's so many things you can do and get oh, excited yeah. or you know? i mean honestly like any city like i said if you just scratch the surface a little bit mm. i think you'll find so many new things that can be revealed to you you just yeah. got to get out there and look for it you yeah. know i i think you know if you're if you're at home watching netflix all day mm. you're not gonna find it yeah. right mm. you gotta go and be like okay i'm gonna check this park out i'm gonna yeah. take this hike i'm gonna like plan yeah. this little thing and it doesn't have to be all these exotic mm. countries i listed and it doesn't take but it's okay if it is it's okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean it's like you could you could do your local thing and then you yeah. go yeah. outside i mean there's a know? lot that's free there's a yeah. lot that that doesn't cost you mm. and you don't have to take a flight and i think what it's been a revelation this last year is that just like you said appreciating where you're at mm-hmm. and and just scratching the surface a little bit and moving beyond like you said like we've lived here in the bay Area all our lives yeah. and <laughs> sutra i discovered too i mean this is something new <laughs> took me like right. 40 <laughs> years to discover sutra bass yeah <laughs> but you know if you're and just, it was a non-native of the area that t- that introduced there you me to go it. Yeah. and i mean if you're just binge watching stuff mm. yeah. then it's not you're not gonna find it yeah. it's like you have this idea and then you gotta take action too mm-hmm. and after that I just enjoy yeah and know? so that's what we mean like like he like eric said don't turn off the netflix take your family and go to the local park go to the i didn't know san jose has this great i mean i knew but san jose has an amazing egyptian museum 
Oh yeah, we're like gonna here. go there. Yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah. Uh, you know, we have the Winchester Mystery House. We have all mm. kinds of. San Jose has great trails. Yeah, I mean hiking trails. Yeah, like miles and miles and miles yeah. of trails where you you're like. I'm not even in San Jose. Exactly. I don't right? even feel like I'm yeah. in San Jose or San, yeah. I mean, even San Francisco. So Los I mean, yeah. I don't want to try to like make it like, Oh my God, you have to do all this or do all that. It, you know, it's just a matter of like making your own reality and making your own purpose. There's, yeah. a, pla- there's a place called the Fern river resort in Felton, which it almost feels like you are in a different place. Like exactly. it's 20 minutes away mm. between here and Santa Cruz and you can rent little cabins and, uh, Henry uh, Cowell State Park mm-hmm. is right across the way. Like you exactly. go walk there, it's crazy. That's you why we pay I, the, all these taxes. Yeah, yeah exactly. you know what I did one time. Um, I was deciding where to take my mom because mm-hmm. it was her day off, whatever. Do some nature walk. All I did was look at my phone. Right, the night before, I looked mm-hmm. at my phone. Look at the map. Mm-hmm. Oh, like what's over here? Oh, mm-hmm. something Joaquin. I think Joaquin something Park. And I took her there the next morning. Easy yeah, there as you that. go. There it's you like go. you have all these resources. It was Absolutely. like, oh, wow, you can find, yeah. you know, that'll yeah. be a fun game to do, actually. Yeah, there you go. Like, where are we going? All right, look at the map. Yeah, Let's look at the there. map. See what that is. If it says, like, national something or whatever, yeah. you probably check it out. Follow right? your bliss. Yeah. So so let's talk a little <laughs> bit more about your practice. So you're a dermatologist. Yes. What made you choose this this part of medicine? You know, it it's been nice because this field has allowed me to, you know, basically blend all of my interest. And I really like the fact that I'm a specialist and I can really do everything, you know, for my patients from Mm -hmm. diagnosis to doing tests, to doing surgery, you know, to doing the fun stuff. You know, I don't know how much you want to get into that, but like lasers and technology Mm -hmm. and procedures. And so it really just, um, forces me to really do everything I can for my patient and I don't have to refer them out. Usually I can figure it out for them. So the kind of the buck stops with me and just being kind of like this Renaissance person where I can do the treatments diagnosis and in a variety of different methods. So I think that that's been very gratifying for me. Well, when I hear of dermatology, um, usually people have like skin uh, conditions like eczema or psoriasis. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. who they go to, right? Correct. Yes. Mm. So we like we see the bread and butter stuff. We see eczema, psoriasis, mm. acne, um, you know, other related rashes, mm. you know, stuff with hair. When people lose their hair, we, you know, we treat that. We treat nails. Are you kind of like nails? Dr. Pimple Popper? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do more of the surgical side. So I'm I'm also subspecialized in, in surgery. Uh, so we do a lot of that as well. Did wow. you sing, did so you sing skin nails? Cancers, we do nails. Oh, okay. Someone has broken, like, what Some is nail exactly? condition. You know, okay, psoriasis can affect the nails. Gotcha. Or uh, We like to say, you know, in you know, dermatology or, you know, cosmetics or, uh, you know, different types of, you know, reconstructive surgery or, you know, removal of these growths, you know, it's not going to take your life, but it can ruin your life. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many folks that like, like we were alluding to, you know, that have a job and they, they're, they're lack confidence because their skin doesn't look Mm. up to par people are like wondering what is that? Is it contagious? It's the biggest organ on your body too. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, and so, you know, when I can hopefully try and restore somebody's self-esteem or confidence mm. where I make an intervention, that's so rewarding, you know, because yeah. I've had, you know, moms tell me that they don't want to go to their kid's school because they have something on their hand mm. or something on their nail or something on their hair mm. where, you know, the kids think it's contagious or yeah. like a leper or something. And then they just hurts their self-esteem and then they can't really connect with their family or connect mm. with their children. You know, I'm just giving you one example of yeah. how it can, you know, if somebody has a lot of acne, don't want to go to school or something, you know, if I can make an intervention um, and sort of help with that, that's, that's super rewarding. So yeah, it's, that, I'm not doing like life or death stuff. Mm. Well, sometimes with melanomas and other things like that. Explain what that is, by the way. Melanoma, melanoma is a very um, serious and lethal um, skin cancer. Mm. that can arise as like a new growth on your skin that looks like a mole, but it can be very dark in color. It can change colors. It can bleed. Um, And sometimes it arises in in a mole you might have, or sometimes, you know, it can be a new growth just based on sun exposure. And there's some kind of um, family history of it or Mm. some inheritance of risk factors. 
Um, but it could also be something as common as, you know, using tanning booths mm. and doing like these artificial lights and stuff like that. And, um, you know, certain parts of the world are highly susceptible. You mentioned New Zealand. I think your sister lived in New Zealand at one point. Uh, my brother-in-law's from there, but she's going to go. move there. Yeah. There you go. So like they're near the equator. So they, New Zealand, Australia have really, really high rates of skin cancer. Really? Um, just no, because no, they no. get a lot of sunlight. So, um, you know, public health tip, use your sunscreen, you know, um, protect yourself from this, from the sun. Uh, cause these things can't come about even in, even in, you know, African Americans, Latino patients, Asian patients, it can affect, um, most everyone. So yeah. just yeah. something to, something to think, well, I'll use, I'll use this platform to kind of yeah, yeah. give Thank my you. health tip. Yeah. <laughs> sure That's yeah. a great help to appreciate health, that. health tip yeah. of the day. So where, uh, by the way, you do have a practice. Where can people find you? Um, I'm in the North Bay and the East Bay. Um, I'll probably link it at some point when this yeah, comes out. Yeah, it'll be in the description below. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll link it. Come we'll, find me. We'll link <laughs> San Francisco. There you go. Right, and there then obviously the Marin County and all yeah, that. Yeah, I have people, you know, that travel to see me, and so um, we're we're busy. Um, we did stay open as a as an essential uh, service mm-hmm. uh, during the pandemic, and well, so uh, we're always. You know, my practice is pretty full, but we're always looking. You know, if you if you uh, need some help with something, we're always available. That's awesome. So um, I want to get back to traveling real quick, and then yes. um, we'll finish off with. Uh, we always finish off the podcast with the world famous Joe six questions. Ah, She's going to okay. ask you some deep ones, but oh. I want to talk about Tulum because. Oh, oh yeah, all right. Before the podcast, <laughs> you were raving about Tulum, and well. I was. I was. I'm already packing my bags. Uh, <laughs> I'm already there. Yeah, bliss seekers <laughs> are going to move to Tulum. <laughs> But let's yeah. talk about Tulum because you said that was your number one, two, and three destination was Mexico, right? What is it about Tulum mm-hmm. that is that makes it basically so amazing? Well, like I, I mean, I'm a I'm a little biased, so you know, you take everything with a grain of salt. But I mean, you know, it's really just like right now an international community where it's really focused on wellness, spirituality. A lot of uh, you know yoga practices have started there, uh, expanded there. Um, there's a lot of plant-based restaurants there. Um, it, you know, it's just a community that having been there, it, you know, it's just about a vibe, a positive vibe. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe in like energy and transference of energy. And I think when a lot of positivity yeah. is there and, and you have a good energy, I think good things come. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think right now there's just been this synergy of this focus on wellness, and spirituality and mind body connection and energy that i just really honestly in the all the time i've traveled haven't really felt and i i i think that you know it's a it's just beautiful i mean it's just so you, you basically can feel it i really feel like there's an energy like there's an electricity and some people really go even a step further and get into you know the mayan calendar you know the mayan ruins that they that there's just this special connection you know like a window almost to the universe a portal a portal portal. i mean uh, yeah i mean it i mean people take it take it to the next level stuff but it's not really next level is it i mean so you're a doctor right Right. if we look at our hand under a a microscope what do we see little moving atoms right like like we're just a bunch of like little energy particles that kind of got stuck together right so energy is a real thing absolutely absolutely associations like-minded <laughs> people so this is not just like flesh and bones like this is moving real live stuff like your skin mr you know, dermatologist right? right i mean you know so one people one, one time i think i went um a very uh, very very close mentor and colleague um passed away and you know we were very very sad you know um but um they mentioned something that i think was very powerful for me and made me realize something is that they said well you know when you're at a funeral or someone passes away obviously there's a spirituality component but if you think like a physicist then then you can take another perspective because like you said, the physicist says that there's always conservation of energy. Mm-hmm. So that even though the energy like you're referring to is here with us, so even if it might feel like we as flesh and bones are not present anymore, 
the physicist's view is that all that energy we have or have on us or within us is dissipated into the universe mm-hmm. and continues to exist. Yeah. Because energy is always conserved. Right. So your energy is still going to be here no matter what. It's just yeah. in a different form, mm-hmm. and that energy can transfer back and forth. So, I mean, I truly, truly, truly believe in that. Yeah. And it and it's an interesting take on, you know, life and death Yeah. when you, when you think about it. So great point, because when I learned that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, and this is just like a suit that our spirit is trapped in for however long we live, mm-hmm. or it, it's using this suit. Mm-hmm. I accepted death a lot more, mm-hmm. easier, mm-hmm. right? Because I understand that I'm not losing the person. Mm-hmm. We're just losing them in the physical form. Correct, yes. Because it's, you know, we're here to have an experience for however long we're meant to be in this suit. Because the, the body is what holds the trauma, the memories. Our spirit is happy. It's free. It's like... You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but whatever happens in the earth suit, like all the trauma, all the programming, everything is stuck in the body. So once we pass, like you said, the energy goes back into heaven, universe, whatever you want to title it, right? And then we come back, you know, whether you believe in reincarnation or not, in a different form or a different human or a different body or whatever. That's what I believe, right? So going back to Tulum, I believe it's true. Like everybody's vibing with the same energy, right? Correct. So when you have like a whole community of people that are vibing in the same energy, it just becomes stronger. Exactly. It's like... And it attracts more people. It's Mm -hmm. magnetic. Yeah, it's like a huge satellite magnet dish, right? And everyone that is like-minded is just being attracted to that. And it was, you know, like I said, I'm biased, but the civilization in and of itself Mm -hmm. was very communal they believed in cultivating the earth Mm -hmm. you know we talked about okay well what is the true origin of like food and health and they're cultivating you know corn Mm -hmm. they're cultivating beans i mean it's when you chili chili is this in essence it was vegan yeah in essence it was it was plant-based vegan and you know stuff was introduced but like they were very into their spirituality and cultivating the earth call it how you want it and also you know the cosmos and the stars yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. why they built their pyramids yep. mm-hmm. and when you're there um you feel it because you see that moon you know the sun mm-hmm. you know on the beach going down i mean it's just magical man it's the sun going down on the you know and then the moon and it's like you see the stars and you see them and it's like how can you not feel yeah that connection and 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 then the people around you are like-minded right and not not to say that we all have to be alike right because mm-hmm. that's not cool either right but it's, it's just that vibe that you get where it's just yeah. that synergy that i just feel like and and it wasn't just me because shout out billy shout out adolfo um that were there and you know the guys i had to come back to my clinic but the guys were there for four days and they ended up staying longer (laughs) because they were just it's a no-brainer like we're staying here because it's it's just it's 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 a it's a moment in time yeah so bliss seekers will now be uh based in tulum so uh we'll see you guys then (laughs) see you guys later just (laughs) kidding not really not really but anyways um so yeah the the, eh, that's awesome man um and so like the vision for i just want to share this like the vision for the podcast here is i want to have a compound right Mm -hmm. where eventually we're gonna have a huge studio like we just walk in the chairs are stitched with the logo our names on it all the cameras are all set up. There's a huge kitchen, a chef, a gym, a garden. It's all planned. I mean, it's just going to be awesome. right? Mm-hmm, it's going to be mm-hmm. like an experience. I don't know if it's going to be in Tulum. I don't know if it's going to be in the <laughs> Bay Area. I don't know where it's going to be, but that's the vision. But Central America. There you go, right? Who knows? Or maybe it's mobile. Maybe we're nomadic. Who knows, right? All uh, over the world. Yeah, but I can't wait till we go to Tulum for the first time. That'd be oh, awesome. Oh, man just let me know yeah I, i'll I, let you, you know, know for sure me twice yeah so i'll be in hawaii next month but you know never know never know the next trip might be tulum awesome. so anything else you want to talk about before we move over to joe's six powerful world famous amazing questions i mean i don't know if you wanted to talk a little bit about financial sure. stuff yeah you're into cryptocurrency i am okay. i am and I'm just learning about it. So let's talk about cryptocurrency. Yes, let's and talk I about don't Star know Horn. anything about it. So Absolutely. Enlighten me. Uh, so, I mean, it, I think it's part of, 
part of a movement. You know, I, I really, I really think it is something that, you know, was started and has, like we were saying, you know, you develop a synergy, you, you develop a movement because I think in the end, what it is, is like, what do you put value in? Right. And we talked about, you know, how different socioeconomic factors can influence different ways of thinking or being. And I, th- I think in the end, what crypto might be, Bitcoin, Ethereum, et cetera, is, is, a, is a new way to transfer or transact wealth right. mm-hmm. and money between individuals. Like, why do we put so much value in a green piece of paper? Right, the dollar. Who, mm-hmm. who invented that? Right. Or why is it gold? I mean, you can well, argue for... It used to be backed by gold, the dollar. Correct. And then, like, people talk smack about crypto, saying, oh, it's not backed by anything. And I go, well, hello, the dollar ain't backed by anything either. It's just a green piece of paper, like you said, you know? That you can print. Yeah, that you can of. keep printing. And they've printed something like 30 to 40% of the actual dollars in existence in the last two years. You know, so, and, and the other thing is that, you know, when is the last time you saw somebody carrying around, you know, 10 pounds of gold to anywhere? Or... Yeah. You know, in certain countries, try to withdraw a certain amount of money and see if they'll give it to you. Mm. Right. And, you know, um, I don't know how much you want to delve into it, but there have been certain countries where they've just seen their the value of their money just go south. You know, I'm not, I'm right. not going to mention certain countries, but, you know, where the government at certain points just literally took out from the ATMs and controlled it and people couldn't get access yeah. to their money. And that's another big thing about cryptocurrency is decentralized. Correct. Not controlled by anything. Correct. In the end, it's going to be regulated a bit more. Um, and I think it, it, a certain amount of regulation is good because obviously you don't want fraud. Yeah. And you then want, you get you get a, you get universal acceptance, too. But I do think that overall, I think it's a it's a it's a new way of transacting. And I think the technology is developing similar to other technologies and it's becoming more and more accepted. More and more people are investing in it, et cetera. So um, I'm excited about it. And it's something that I think, you know, in the last year or so has been sort of a revelation. And and there's a lot of issues with it, but I think the overall spirit of it and I think the overall vision of it, I think is a good thing. Yeah, well, everyone's kind of looking for a place to have a, a stored value, right? Right. So people obviously are losing faith in the dollar. The dollar's, you know, being printed like there's no tomorrow. Right. Like you said, when's the last time you saw somebody walk around with ten pounds of gold? That would be heavy and just <laughs> not very functional, right? Right. Um so, you know, crypto is now being adopted. Like you said, it's also a movement. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of the millennials, a lot of the Gen Z, a lot of the new people, but it's also a lot of these super powerful, very intelligent billionaires like Elon Musk, for example, right? Mark Cuban, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. guys that are basically the modern day mavericks and geniuses and changing the world. They're also adopting it, right? right. Um, but it's funny because I just got into investing in the stock market and crypto in the last year. You know, mm-hmm. I was never really in the market, but, um, you know, if I would have just put all my money in crypto, <laughs> I'd be a lot better off right now than if I would have been in the market. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I understand the market. I have diamond hands. I'm not going to like freak out and sell, um, you know, uh, but I just look at it and I go, man, if I would have just put all my money, in, <laughs> even just in Bitcoin or mix it up with altcoins or whatever, right. I'd be in a better situation right now than if I was in the market. Now, again, I trust the market to rebound and all that kind of stuff, but um, the stock market is controlled by hedge funds and big money and media, you know, crypto is controlled by the movement, you know, by by people who believe in the value or maybe an inflation hedge or stuff like that. So, how did you learn about crypto, and what? Why do you invest in crypto? I I sort of got with a group of friends that okay. had you know been in the movement for some time. Mm-hmm. You know, have friends in fintech, have friends that were looking for alternative methods, alternative ways. Um, and so I, I think that researching it, obviously, you want to know what you're investing in, mm-hmm. number one. Know what you're investing in. I have no doubt you did your research. <laughs> <laughs> I did my research. That's that's where the hardware. Yeah. I was. I got I got the nerd back in yeah. me, I think. Um, the Stanford nerd in me yeah. got into it. Um, but I, I, you know, I think it's I think it's interesting. I think folks should learn about it. I think, like you're saying, every portfolio should be diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
learning about your finance because you know they don't teach us about finances no, not at all mm. they don't teach anybody about finances they don't teach budget they don't teach a portfolio how to build wealth and like you said it is to a certain degree and we, we saw with reddit right we saw with gamestop and we oh, saw yeah. with um um amc and we Stonks, saw they call it we saw a lot of these investors Meme is that stocks. they literally shut down markets right like who has the power to say that as an individual investor that you couldn't move your stocks around anymore right. and they literally either turned off the trading platforms or stalled it or said you can only buy so that is not a free yeah. market for you to do what you want with your money right whereas hopefully and the movement is with crypto at some point you could have more deregulation and like i said with certain issues obviously you don't want fraud but that would be less likely to be controlled by even things like the media right because the media (laughs) i mean i think this is a whole other ball of wax but like to a certain extent there's always some motivation like why is there an advertisement why are they highlighting this company versus that company it's to get you to think a certain way or Mm. buy something or not you, you talked about buy material things buy this car or buy this you know and you said your family invested in experiences you know mm-hmm. it's really a medium to try to you know to try to influence our spending you right. know our hard-earned dollar so i think all this stuff influence and i just think that what my hope is that it will become a way to sort of give us back our liberty you know with our finances and to learn more about finances and to hopefully avoid these issues where literally governments or um you know certain powerful wealthy people are controlling movements of money to basically skim off our hard-earned dollar or our hard-earned bitcoin our hard-earned ethereum you know it's it, it it's it gets pretty complex but i think we saw that in the last year with with these certain stocks um, and these certain platforms that literally held people's money up. Yeah. So like, you know, it was the whole Robin Hood debacle, but not just Robin Hood, all the other ones. Oh, but it wasn't Robin Hood. It was the um, trading platforms completely stopped. You yeah. could not buy or sell certain commodities on certain platforms. Yeah. That either you couldn't even log in. You couldn't you couldn't move your money. Yeah. And that is wrong. Yeah, that is wrong because we're trusting these folks to allow us our hard-earned dollar or whatever you want to call it to trade Mm -hmm. as a free person right and that came to a stop yeah because why because a certain group of people got together and decided this or that and call it what you will but i just think anytime we limit our freedom or limit our ability to control our finances i think that is not healthy (laughs) yeah it, it takes away from the true nature of a free market economy. There's no such thing as a free market economy when you have certain powers of be controlling who can make money and who can't, you know? Right. And the retail investor is the one that's getting screwed in the end. Like you said, you know, uh, Wall Street's been screwing people for years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and without them even knowing. But um, so, yeah, like, I mean, if you just think about where the world is headed, you know, green movements, electric vehicles, you know, climate stuff. I think crypto kind of just follows that whole space of like change, right? Change, change. for the better. Change yeah. is good. I mean, I think we're experiencing it and I think call it what you will, but I think this has accelerated a lot of movements that are good. I mean, it has its issues. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just like, oh, yeah, no, no, oh, no. oh, you know, pro crypto. All I mean, it's a balanced thing. There's issues with it. There's issues with how it's mined. There's issues with how much power is used. I mean, I think bottom line, we just need to care about Mother Earth and really think about how much we're damaging it with all these things. And well, let me talk about that because people bring up the energy thing. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of research. Mm-hmm. They use alternative energy. It does use a lot of energy, but they use windmills, they use water. Mm -hmm. They're not using the energy that's taken away, that's hurting the climate. Right. So just to clarify that, yes, mining crypto takes a lot of energy, but they do their best to use alternative sources of energy, right? Whereas all these other industries that are also using a lot of energy, they don't, right? So 
Um, but but yeah, are you fully a hundred percent invested in crypto, or are you kind of spread out? I'm I'm spread out. I mean, I I truly believe. I mean, shout out to my um, in- equities crew, investing crew out there. Um, you know, I think we've kind of come to the point where, like, with everything, I think diversity is important. Yeah. So you know, having um, a portfolio that reflects different types of investments, I think is important. Um, I'm probably at this point with the market being where it's at, I'm probably, um, 10 to 15% crypto. Most people suggest, you know, anywhere from five to 10%. But I think if you're not, if you're 0%, you're missing this movement, you're missing Mm -hmm. this opportunity because it's like a modern day gold rush. And we don't, we're not taught any of this financial literacy mm. we're not taught how to invest your money you just put it in a savings account which doesn't do anything it doesn't absolutely grow. nothing yeah you don't think about inflation you don't yeah. think about okay well i'm putting money in my 401k but you're trusting these people yeah. that you know um are making so much money on wall street off of your hard-earned yeah. mm-hmm. labor off main street and they could care less about yeah. you or your retirement. And you've mm-hmm. seen people's retirements wiped away yeah. with some moves or fraud or whatever. And these folks. So, you know, we work hard. We've talked about working hard. We yeah. talked about earning. And I figured, you know what? It's finally time for me to learn, like, what my dollar is doing right, or right. not doing. And so I think, you know, pick pick something where you're diverse if it's you know, 50%, 60% in a certain market or real estate or in your own business, in your own entrepreneurship, in yourself, in, in different streams and, um, you know, new, new strategies such as crypto versus, um, saving versus sometimes being in all cash so that when opportunity strikes, if it's low buy and then when it's high sell that's an important point you made there too is like you gotta have cash like you know no one ever says oh geez i saved way too much money last year (laughs) you gotta be there for emergency and opportunities yeah fortunately you know i saved and you know worked hard and when the time came and i saw a good opportunity i was able to use it yeah but if you don't have savings you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to invest do you know the rule of money says save me now and i'll save you later there you go exactly (laughs) exactly i'll give you guys a really quick education on the bank very simple i did this for the last 15 years if you're earning less than one percent which is most banks let's say let's just say one let's give them the benefit of the doubt that's generous what's (laughs) yeah that's very generous what's inflation right now three percent probably more people are thinking it's more because you we just printed trillions of dollars right Mm. so let's just say it's three and you're earning one what is one minus three (laughs) that's negative two so not only are you earning negative two percent on your money but guess what you get taxed on that too so the 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 13 cents that you earned last year for having 130,000 in the bank uncle sam takes about i don't know whatever percentage of that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. just just think right common sense you're earning negative two when you put your money in the bank right i'm not saying put it all in the market whatever Mm -hmm. but just Financial education, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've been hearing this thing where they're saying crypto is going to kind of replace the old school portfolio of mm-hmm. bonds and mm-hmm. equities. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like 60 equities, 40 crypto. Have you heard anything about that? I mean, I, I've heard, you know, I mean, the real, real believers, you know, the real dogmatic folks think that crypto is going to eventually take over everything, you know, just, yeah. just like... Certain technologies have taken, you know, have outdated, you know, who has a landline anymore? Yeah. You know who I mean? has a pager? Who has a pager? That, you know what I mean? So just technology has, and this, uh, this, you know, past years only accelerated. I mean, there, so that's one extreme. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think the bottom line is you can't go wrong with diversifying your portfolio. Mm-hmm. So however much you want to have in certain amounts, I think just find what you're comfortable with and what you understand right. by doing your due diligence and where your dollar is going. I, I, I just can't stress that enough. Yeah. And if you don't know what you're doing, just go get something called an index strategy <laughs> where you don't lose too much. You don't lose, but you don't gain that much, but you're kind of in the middle. You're still getting well. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I'm just, 
and you, like you said, financial education is, is not taught in schools at all. People don't know, right? I mean, that's and why I, not? And why don't we know? Well, it's probably purposely <laughs> part, of the, right, you know? part of the program. Keep <laughs> us dumb and <laughs> and know, working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Put your money in the bank, and yeah. we'll take care of you. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And by the way, <laughs> funny thing about banks again. Um, so you put your money in the bank. They can lend ten times whatever they have in there. So you put a hundred bucks. They can lend out a thousand. They leverage your assets and to guess what they build le- their assets. Guess what they lend it back? You. You know that little <laughs> credit card you're so excited that you just qualified for? They're paying you negative two. And then how much does the credit card charge you? 24%. Interest, yeah. So they're paying you negative two and they're charging you 24%. Just think about that. Is that a good deal? I don't know. I'm not great at that. Anyway, so um, I, believe, I believe, I agree. I think crypto should be a part of your portfolio. Again, educate yourself. We're not a financial, this is not financial advice. Just want to make that clear, right? right. <laughs> We're just a couple of people talking, right? But please, if you want to learn about it, um, I'm. I think uh, my portfolio is probably well after the market crash. It's like fifty percent, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was like twenty percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like fifty fifty. But uh, let's not talk about that. Diamond hands, diamond hands, baby. <laughs> diamond hands. Starting to recover. Time is on your side. Yeah, time is on your side. So. If you look at the chart of investments over time, oh yeah, it's it, always it is up. Yeah, uh, it is up. Things are gonna go up. I yeah. mean, just think about okay, well, what did gas cost twenty years ago versus yeah. now? Things just are gonna go up. Yeah. The question is, are you gonna go up with it, or are you gonna be caught by inflation and have your assets decline? Right. And the other thing too is I also tell people you got to have a, a diversified as far as like people forget about life insurance because what happens if you pass away, right? Like, you know, I mean, and you have all your money in stocks and all the stuff that's mm-hmm. taxable and then your heirs get a big tax burden. That's what they get, right? There's estate planning, there's life insurance, there's wills, there's living trusts, there's long-term care. You know, like most likely we get sick before we pass away, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens if you get sick and you can't work? There's policies where they'll pay you money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So don't just think equities and bank and 401k. Think a full, well-rounded, you know, don't just do cardio or don't just lift weights. Don't skip leg day. Yeah, don't skip leg day. (laughs) Get your yoga in, get your cardio, get your weights in, get it all. So awesome. Um, But yeah, I I think, uh, I mean, there's people that are millionaires and billionaires in crypto right now. Crypto has minted several billionaires on Forbes list in this past few years. There's folks be, that yeah. basically had struggled to do anything else. It has it has minted literal billionaires. Yeah. So people may think it's a joke, people may think it's a fad, people may think but these folks have made billions off this. Yeah. And really, when you think about it, it's only happened the last 10, 15 years, yeah. which is amazing yeah. i mean when you really think about it they say the first trillionaire might come from crypto could be so if you want to be a trillionaire we'll learn about crypto right <laughs> all right so uh, anything else we want to talk about before we pass it over to joe no i can't wait all right i'm oh, excited. excited i'm excited about excited. i'm excited about right. this people get super nervous i'm no. like it's, it's okay <laughs> I'm not a nervous. I'm at yeah. your service. So she's going to ask you some questions. That's the San Jose and me. There you go. That's the San Jose. The I'm San like, Jose and both of us. If you were told you had 48 hours left to live, and what's the first and the last thing you would do? 48 hours. The first thing I would do? Oh, man. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, um, I like working out. I mean, I think I'd just get a workout in, <laughs> even though it wouldn't matter. I mean, it just, you know, the it endorphins, yeah. the, you know, just to enjoy that time. Mm. Um, I think the last thing I just want to be with family um, and music. I think those two things just really ground me and elevate my spirit. When you hear the word uh, purpose, what's the first thing that comes to mind? purpose i would say ambition because you gotta you gotta move toward it you gotta have some energy flowing toward that purpose to get you know like i said you know you think of like a physicist Mm -hmm. you know you got to get the ball rolling be you know when you first get on a bike the hardest part is the the initial part of the bike 
um, because once you're on a bike and you're rolling, things are smooth. But when you're first trying to get that bike to go, it doesn't doesn't go as well. So when I think of that purpose of where you want to go, you got to get the ball rolling. So you got to have that ambi- that inner fire, that ambition to get you going to where you need to go. I like that ambition. And By the way, your purpose drives that fire too. <laughs> By the way, like I ask the same questions, but different people, everybody has different answers. And I love it. <laughs> That's I love great. hearing new perspectives. It's sweet. Yeah. That's what makes life fun. <laughs> yes. Spicy. <laughs> so Vegan the, spicy. Because vegan so. spicy? Because yeah. So. Hey, so. Hot sauce is vegan. So. <laughs> is sriracha vegan? Hey. Is it? Sriracha? Is it vegan? Uh, good question. I think so. It's pure peppers. Because <laughs> sh- yeah. I love sriracha. Yeah, mo- right. <laughs> most hot sauces, unless it's cream, it's, it's vegan. Okay. Cool. We just had to ask that question. By the way, sriracha. I don't know. Is it is it vegan? Leave it in the comments below. Let us know, guys. Let us know. All right. So, what does following your bliss looks like for you this year? I think it is again. I mean, I, I it's my my trend. You know, my sort of mantra is just balance between my professional and personal life. I think just trying to balance things between you know self-care wellness and whatever goal there is professionally i think that's gonna continue to be an important part for me so i would add to that the balance is a myth but you need to find harmony Mm. because there's times where you're gonna have to work more Mm -hmm. there's times where you're gonna play more Mm -hmm. you know there's never balance is a myth it's kind of a middle class type mindset myth but you have to find a harmony with everything mm, where yeah. everything just kind of harmonizes together. I like that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, especially with your type of career, mm-hmm. like there's times where you're going to be working your butt off. You know what I mean? And that's it's that season. It's like Believe season. it or not, I do work. Yeah. <laughs> just think of it like that's the season. Like mm. it's winter, but then summer comes along and that's the fun time. I like that. So yeah, just I'll think take that. Harmony. Yeah. How does it. that make you feel, the word harmony? Ah, that's I not like part that of the question. Yeah, right, uh, harmony to me sounds musical. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like flow, energy. I mean, uh, all these things—the things you can't describe. Like, you know, just like a symphony of mm. energy that's in tune and going in the same direction. I, I, you know, when you get that, there's nothing better. That's right. When you get that moving in the same direction, there's that. nothing better. Harmony. Hashtag harmony. Maybe a few things. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Awesome. That's all right. Because <laughs> I do this thing where like, okay, how does this word feel like in my body? Mm. If it feels good, then oh, I should be using this word. I like that. That makes sense. I learned a new word today, man. Harmony. See, I had to come home to learn new stuff. That's right. You guys learned it here on the Bliss Seekers <laughs> podcast. If you like home. harmony, type in harmony in the comments Harmony. Below. I love it. Hashtag yeah. harmony. <laughs> By the way, if harmony you're new, with yeah, two e's. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> By the way, if you're new here, welcome. Please subscribe, smash the like button, hit the notification bell because it really helps us out. All right, back to Joe. Do it, do it, do it. All right. Uh, if you could talk, speak to your younger self, what would be the first advice? Believe in yourself. Got it. Boom! I like that. Bet on yourself. Simple as that. Bet on yourself always. You know, I heard a quote that says, "The world cannot believe in you." Your parents cannot believe in you. Uh, but if you believe in yourself, no one can stop you. But if everybody believes in you and you don't believe in yourself, you have no chance. There you go. Always goes back to self. Mm. How would you like to be remembered? That's an interesting one. Um, I think I was mentioning to Isaac that, you know, there's been some, you know, I'm not going to even say losses, but this dispersion of energy in my family, you know? Um, And it was really poignant. I think when I heard my cousins speak about their father, you know, um, who's my godfather. I mean, they just had beautiful words to say. Uh, I think I just want to be remembered um, by my service to other people, you know, because material things as we were referring to come and go, but, the way you treat people and the way you have your relationships with friends and family, that's truly transcendental. That's, that's the ultimate generational wealth. When you can transmit to someone else, your legacy or your, you know, your essence, your being, that's more powerful than material things. Cause those things come and go. 
Generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a guest many moons ago. Uh, uh-huh. My my friend, my good friend Marisha, Sweet. and she speaks about generational blessings. Because yeah. we exactly. all have generational traumas, but what? Why don't we focus about on generational blessings and keep you know expanding that? Because that's so. transcendental. Yeah. That's yeah. more powerful than to me at least. When you can touch people, like, you know, he touched us all today, and that's going to go on. That's going to live on. Yeah. So we always talk about breaking generational curses. Mm. She said, "How about?" amplifying generational blessings mm-hmm. there you go and i think a general generational blessing that you have number one in your family is intelligence and number two is the the heart to help mm. so compassion like, like mother Teresa is the only thing i could think of is like <laughs> you got that mother Teresa like uh generational blessing that's that's transcended from your mother to you to your sister and will probably transcend to the next generations uh, that's that's a hope yeah that's a hope because that's something more than money can buy. I agree. Agree. All right. Last question. What's your number one wish for the world? <laughs> wow. Um, I just want us to be cognizant of the fact that everything we do affects Mother Earth. And to be more cognizant about the environment, our ecology, about the world we live in and caring for it. Because we're seeing that when you don't care for it, there's consequences. And so I think... If we can just bring that into focus a bit more and care for this earth, because it's the only one we have, mm-hmm. as far as we know right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Um, I think just becoming more in harmony with nature and respecting nature, I think you can't go wrong with that. I'm on the same boat as you. Yeah. Um, one of the things I'm inspired doing is actually, I go to Lake Merritt, like, no, it's beautiful, yeah. many times throughout my life already, and I, I noticed all the garbage. So I decided to order this trash picker tool mm-hmm, thingy mm-hmm. and nice. me and a couple of friends and whoever we're gonna go spend like an hour or two and picking up trash it's just you know in a way it's like I mean, to show people plants eat in their heads like hey guys you could just pick up your trash and put it in the garbage take yeah, care of mother nature everything starts somewhere you yeah know? mother nature is taking care of us so absolutely give back yeah i have a friend she lives in san francisco too she's a super executive salesperson in tech she makes a lot of money um, she's Indian, um, but she said something because we always talk about, oh, the planet, the planet. The planet ain't going nowhere. Mm. Our ability to survive on this planet is going somewhere. Mm. There's still going to be cucarachas or <laughs> whatever, cephalopods, or there will still be life on this planet. Mm-hmm. It just will not be us. <laughs> The earth is strong. It's been here for thousands and thousands we'll be fertilizer. and millions of years. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be fertilizer yeah. for them. <laughs> so unless you want to go on Mars where Elon's trying to colonize, you guys better start caring about this planet because it's not going to be a, the The climate for us to be able to live in it is not going to survive. Any Amen. last words, Joe? 100%. Um, just thank you for taking your time. Um, oh, I've yeah. learned a lot from you and... Uh, you're very inspiring. I took oh, like thank look you. at this. Like, oh man, a whole page. <laughs> there's like notes in here. You know oh. what I'm gonna do? Write about my why again because I've done it before, but now it's like read I gotta it write again. About my why? Read it again. Um, it's something to go back to. And uh, yeah, thank you for sharing your experience and knowledge, and thank you for bringing him in. He's yeah. awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank can't you. Thanks for to, having me. We yeah. can't wait to uh, check out your loft and uh travel the travel yeah. thing. the travel oh, thing exciting. too Tulum. Um, yeah yeah I, I think that you already are making a difference in this world oh, and thank you you're gonna continue to do so i'm so. trying yeah i'm trying any last words dr cabral um dr e <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just take care of yourselves take care of the earth and be good to each other and spread love awesome i like yes, that yes and bro, like I know we've been friends for a long time, mm-hmm. but you're an inspiration, man. Oh man, thank you, brother. And I, I need, your family's always been good to me, yeah. man. I'll yeah. never forget your family. You, you need to receive this, bro. Like you are a role model. Like none of us growing up have done what this guy has done. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, we're not like like losers or anything, but you've done something special. Thank you. You're a role model for the Latino community, for your family, for our family. My parents love you man oh man like they look up they're like i mean i think they're like wish i would have gone your path right <laughs> i think now they're kind of happy because they watch my podcast shout out to mom and dad right hey but, man you're touching a lot of people with this too uh, thank you i appreciate that and uh i know we will uh but you man like you're an inspiration you're a role model thank you man you're 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 an outlier 
like you're 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 doing things that not many other people in our generation have done so just accept that and just run with that and thank you for being here man like yeah. anything you need from me like we got it let's do some traveling i'll teach Love you about it. this industry and uh you know just the heart that you have to help people like that is going to transcend through generations and generational wealth and all that kind of stuff so thank you for being on the show man yeah, thank thanks you for, for having me your man. story thank yeah. you stories yeah. are very unique oh, everybody man. has yeah. them yeah. <laughs> yeah. i appreciate it yeah and thank you guys for tuning in uh you know if you're new please subscribe smash the like button hit the notification bell we will be the number one podcast in the world our goal is 250 million subscribers we want to inspire people to find their true purpose and follow their bliss so thank you guys again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next show and as always follow, follow your, your bliss, bliss. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. And make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.